Mbiz with Google Tumfupi, Monday to Thursday, 6 to 7 p.m. Alan Gray, helping you secure your future. Alan Gray is an authorized financial services provider. Well, we continue with the spirit of youth. Uh, and uh, it's often mentioned that we all want to be forever young. But we all know that uh, time, like many things, is inevitable. And it evolves and it changes and it shapes the way that we live our lives, the experiences that we take, and, of course, how it is that we prepare for a future that many of us continue to fantasize about. But the truth is we can plan for it adequately. So how is it that you, as a young professional, need to make sure that you don't get stuck on the day-to-day of building your career, supporting your family and your immediate needs, but also making sure that you are able to work on various goals and investment objectives that you'd like to accomplish for the future. To help us understand this, we join on the line by Pico Peter, Client Relationship Manager at Alan Gray, who joins Kyabiz to share some ideas as to how we can implement some solid solutions to build a solid financial foundation. Pico, a very good evening and great to have you with us today. And good evening, Gugu, and a good evening to all of your viewers. Indeed. We are, we're celebrating uh, Youth Day tomorrow and officially within Youth Month in South Africa. And the truth is, I consider myself a youth as well, Pico, and I don't like thinking about retirement. We plan for it, we Definitely. save for it, but it almost seems like this far-fetched concept, right? Because we all want to be forever young. Exactly. Mm. Exactly, Gugu. So help us build Sorry, on I this. Didn't... Sure, no problem. Help us build on this, though, um, um, as to why it is difficult for us as South Africans and young people specifically to actually focus on our financial needs in retirement or in the future, specifically when we, you know, want to live for the moment and in the moment. Mm. Sure, with pleasure, Gugu. Um, I think there are a number of reasons why so many of us uh, find it hard, uh, why so many of us battle to prioritize our future and our retirement, uh, particularly for us as young people. Uh, you know, and I think what makes it hard is that so often when, when we start working, uh, when we enter the working world, we already have responsibilities that we need to cater for before we've even uh, received our, our first paycheck. Uh, for example, uh, you could very well be entering the working world and, and, and you could have a student loan that you need to, be, um, that you need to prioritize. Um, and as you mentioned in your introduction, um, so many young people are responsible for providing for their families. Um, so you have to worry about yesterday's obligations. In addition to that, you have to worry about today. Rent, food, uh, transport, uh, you could have just started your own family. Mm. Uh, and so often it can feel as if, you know, you barely have enough just to cover these two. Um, whereas it's just as important for you to find additional disposable income uh, and ensure that you're allocating a sufficient amount towards the future to cater for tomorrow's needs. So I think the fact that we have multiple obligations makes it hard. Um, in addition to that, we see our future selves as strangers. Um, and this isn't some poetic metaphor. It's a neurological fact. Uh, there are studies that suggest that when you think about your future self, your brain starts to do something weird. Mm. It stops acting as if you're thinking about yourself. And instead, it starts acting as if you're thinking about a completely different person. Um, and so as much as we may understand the idea of our future self, our brains simply can't relate to this person, making it very difficult to take care of them. Um, and if you think about it, why would you save money for your future self when to your brain it feels like you're just handing money away to a complete stranger? Right. Um, and I think, yeah, and I think the last reason um, I'd like to touch on, and, and, and this one we know full well, many young people prioritize living for the moment uh, rather than planning for the future. Mm. I'm sure we've all heard the term YOLO. You only live once. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't believe that the two are mutually exclusive. I think you can go out and you can live your best life whilst also planning for the future. Uh, so those are just a few reasons why so many of us battle. Um, and if you find that you fall within that group like me, then, then, then perhaps hang on to this. If you don't prioritize your own future, no one else is going to do it for you. Oh, you mentioned such important points there, right? Living for the moment and YOLO and living your best life, but also making sure that psychologically you understand the needs uh, that you need to prepare for, for your future self, which can be seem like a, a far-fetched concept. And I guess that that mismatch in the brain is something that we need to fix, is something that we need to connect with. So how do we do this, Pico? And I'm assuming one would certainly need to have a solid financial plan to actually understand what a 45, 65-year-old Kukuletu might want versus where I am now, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's such an important point that you raised um, because as much as we would like to, we simply can't do everything we would like to do with the salaries that we earn. Um, and having a financial plan and budgeting is a good way of prioritizing our spending and helping us focus on the things that are really important to us. Uh, so having a budget uh, is a good way of fully mapping and tracking where you're spending your money. Um, it's a good way of balancing um, our income uh, as well as our expenses. Uh, and I think this becomes incredibly important because most people don't realize that they're spending more than what they're actually earning. Uh, and this is how we fall into a debt trap. So in your budget, set goals for your money. Um, set short, medium, as well as long-term goals, and then put a plan in place to achieve these goals because having a goal without a plan um, is effectively just dreaming. Uh, for example, if you come to me and you tell me that you'd like to buy a house in, in 10 years' time, yet when we take a look at your budget, when we take a look at your bank statements, your spending, we can't see that goal reflected anywhere. Mm. Um, All we can see is clothing accounts and takeaway food. And I think if that happens to be the case, then you don't really have a goal, Google. Um, You have a dream of buying a house in 10 years' time. Oh, that's so critical because it's what we do today that really does influence the future. But the truth is sometimes it's difficult, Pico. It's, it's yeah. uh, um, you know, it's not something that comes naturally to us. And uh, I guess sometimes we're easily tempted and driven by our emotions to, you know, follow through with, with what we want. So are there disciplines or ways within which we can, um, um, uh, you know, halt immediate gratification um, and remind ourselves of the bigger goal? Yeah, I think this is so true. Uh, Because as young people, we want things and we want them now, right? Um, However, I think by having the ability of of being able to delay our gratification, saving and investing for the things that we really want, we can ensure that we're able to meet our goals without taking on unnecessary debt or derailing our long-term financial plans. Uh, And maybe to give you a practical example of how this can play out, um, I've got a colleague of mine, um, a very close colleague, who had driven his car for 12 long years. Wow. He paid the car up after five years, and then he didn't do what a lot of people tend to do after they've paid up their car. He didn't buy a new one because the car was still running, it was in good working condition, could still take him from point A to point B. So rather than paying the bank for another couple of years, he redirected those payments towards an investment. Um, he contributed towards this investment for seven years. And last year, um, he was able to buy himself um, a brand new Polo TFI, fresh out the dealership, cash. Uh, and, and it's not because, you know, he, he makes a lot of money, but rather because he was able to delay his gratification and contribute towards that investment for seven years. And in so doing, 
um, he was able to use the capital amount that he had contributed, as well as the growth that Alan Gray was able to produce over that time, to buy a car without taking on any debt whatsoever. And that tells us something as well about uh, making sure that you buy a car without any debt is the planning um, and speaks about saving. So I'm keen to touch, touch on this on a twofold element, you know, saving not only for the assets and the things that we'd like to purchase, but also saving and building up reserves for emergencies. Sometimes life happens, mm. geezers burst, uh, tires need to be changed or families need to be, yep. um, you know, hospitalized. So how is it uh, and what tools do we need to evaluate in order to make sure we are able to save for the short term? I think one of the best things you can do for yourself is to build and maintain sufficient emergency reserves, uh, ensuring that, and as you mentioned, that you're adequately prepared for when life decides to happen. Uh, Now, one might ask, how much do I need to have saved up for emergencies? Uh, And look, there's no one size fits all, and it may differ from person to person. However, experts suggest that you should aim to build an emergency cash reserve equal to the value of at least three months of your monthly expenses. Um, and so having an emergency fund uh, can be a real lifesaver when you urgently need money. Uh, it can help you avoid taking on debt, or as I alluded to earlier on, it can help you avoid dipping into your longer-term savings and in so doing can help you protect your wealth-creating engine. Um, and look, whilst we are on this, uh, there aren't too many positives that we can take from this COVID-19 pandemic plaguing the world. Uh, but one of the biggest takeouts for me has been the importance of having an emergency fund. Yep, we saw that last year as uh, evidence of the fact that many South Africans saw their uh, payments or savings and uh, even earning potential being halted. But I guess as we wrap up, Pico, many South Africans might be mm-hmm. concerned that maybe they're not young anymore, not in their 20s, not in their 30s, and maybe comfortably mm-hmm. in their 40s, but still consider themselves to be young. Is it ever too late? And what options might be available to ensure that people are able to adequately build that financial foundation uh, as soon as we mm. end the show this evening? Yeah, so look, it's never too late to start. Um, I will admit, I think that younger people do have the added advantage in that they've got time on their side. Uh, but having said that, it's never too late. If you start, you're putting yourself in a much better position than you would have been had you, had you decided not to start or do anything at all. So yes, you may not have um, the advantage that some of your younger counterparts have, but it's never too late um, to get started. Uh, and then in terms of um, finding assistance to help you find appropriate financial products to fit your unique circumstances, I think this is where um, a financial advisor comes in. Um, a good independent financial advisor can help you put a plan together uh, that takes your unique circumstances into account. Uh, they can help you manage your risk and suggest appropriate financial products uh, to help you achieve your goal. Indeed. Sounds like solid advice. We just need to have the discipline to implement it and follow through with it, as you correctly say there. Pico, thank you so much for your time this evening. Really appreciate the uh, um, nuggets that you've shared with us. That's Pico Peter, Client Relationship Manager at Alan Gray, reminding us as young people in celebration of Youth Day tomorrow to make sure that when you are young as a young professional, despite the demands of life, make sure that you are able to build up a solid financial foundation for the future that you want. Helping You Secure Your Future was brought to you by Alan Gray. Alan Gray is an authorized financial services provider. While we wrap up the show today on some good news here for Kaya Biz, the fact that we've been nominated in the South African Radio Awards for 2021. So to Super Asanda and the many people who pull strings behind the scenes to make this happen, this is for you. There we go.
girl. <laughs> who says business is boring? And a very big congratulations to all our colleagues as well who've been nominated. Mbadi Gamini, Kakao Sohoto, Sizwe Kamo, even David O'Sullivan as well um, for best presenter. So uh, many, many names that we continue to celebrate in the industry, in our company and uh, media overall. But with that said, continue listening to some amazing award winning nominated content on our website kaya959 if you've missed out on some nuggets on the show after seven is talk with sutumea